Hey guys, welcome back to the Adrian Bow podcast featuring Troy Malcolm. This week, Adrian, we're going to do something special. We're going to bring a recent skills workshop that you and I both hosted that we send out to the entire McGraw network on a weekly basis. Now, listeners, you're going to get this pretty much every fortnight, but what it is is tapping into the skills and challenges and objectives and traits that you need to use out in the field to make your business grow. Adrian, why did we do this and why is it so important in the field right now? It goes to my love, uh, Troy, which is that paradigm between motivational and practitioner work. So I always made a commitment if I ever coached or trained agents that I could share dialogue and strategies and systems and checklists that they can implement into their business the same day or the next day and move the needle with listings and sales because that is our KPI and that's what we're measured on. And I like to have my agents achieve immediate results from the work that we do. Hey, listeners, if you like this, rate it five stars, send us a review, send us questions, because we want to make sure that it's relevant for you every single week. Enjoy the episode. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode. Episode number 21, Adrian. Happy Friday. Happy episode 21. Uh, We're covering off so many uh, related topics, guys. We are going to document a lot of these topics and keep sending them out because the questions we're getting from around the grounds, there seems to be a connection. Uh, Regardless of the state, regardless of the office, regardless of the territory, people are still facing the same challenges and maybe the same big pieces of feedback are coming through from their buyers and their sellers and even people that are just meeting in the street. Now, Adrian, one of the key topics we discussed offline before we started recording was around databasing. And without getting into the deep dive, people get confused. People get caught up in being confused about... Pipeline A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way mm. through to Z, our AAA mm. buyer, AAA seller. Yep. Can you please, for everyone watching, because a number of you have sent through this question, can you please break down what are the key elements to a successful database? Yep. How do we nurture them? And then over the past 24 years, how have you maintained that same strategy to deliver phenomenal success and results to your clients and make sure that message is consistent? Yeah, look, simplicity is key here. I've got to tell you, Troy, I mean, I speak to that many agents within our group and there just seems to be that rigid dissonance between wanting to prospect but how to actually prospect your database, you know? Um, And I look now, even around scripts, you know, I don't necessarily have verbatim scripts written out all i look at is what the objective is okay so if you if you just quarantine databasing for for a moment and how to prospect that then the objective is to get to a point whether you use agent box map outlook or an eight by five card system it doesn't really matter (laughs) the objective is is to literally press one button or to have a sheet of paper in front of you with about 50 people to call for that day and to be able to take notes every time you speak to that person and then wake up the next day and do the same thing so when I talk about press a button I mean that's how it worked for me because I used a CRM which literally you pressed a button there were 50 people that were diarised to call either from two days ago two months ago or two years ago okay? okay and I just repeated that every day now my team thought I was crazy because sometimes I would walk into the office and Charlotte or Harrison would say, hey, you've got 15 voicemail messages and 30 emails. I say, great, I'll get to that as soon as I make my 50 calls. And they're like, but some of those 50 calls are people that are not even selling. I'm like, but that's fine because that's my big rock. I know if I do that for the rest for the day, then I do everything else. I feel fine. I'm not having things fester in my mind around who haven't I called, who have I called. You know, that's a big rock that must happen for that day. So I really just want to get everyone 
to a point where they either walk into their office and have a sheet of paper of 50-odd people to call or press a button, have a screen, which has 50 names for them to call. Yeah, Phil Harris, I think, at this year's ARIC event and conference said it best. He said, great agents consistently prospect every single day. Mm -hmm. Now, you've just heard, guys, 24 years, 25 years, even longer in the industry, diligently, consistently making those 50 calls every single day. Now, listen, if it's 50 calls, if it's 30 calls, it's 30 connects, it's, it's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. What you need to be doing is getting in the habit and ritual of being, being consistent and making those calls. The other one, Adrian, uh, that I see, which is a great little hack that mm-hmm. I was down in Melbourne last week and we were talking a little bit about, um, you know, what are some of the rituals and habits that you get into yeah. that are distractions? And one of the distractions that I was getting consistently by agents was the fact that they would have their computer screen, they'd mm-hmm. be making the call from the person that came up on their computer screen. So the, yeah. the methodology was right, but then they were being distracted and doing the the Facebook search or the Instagram search or all the other things that can take you away from just focusing on delivering those 50 calls. Look, it's just not going to work unless you treat that prospecting session like you do an auction, an open house or a listing appointment, i.e. it's in your diary, i.e. you have no distractions, i.e. no email, no Facebook, no social and no phone. Basically, you're just committing to yourself and committing to those 50 clients on the other end of the phone. The other big myth, uh, Troy, is you know we should have six categories and you know A, B and C sellers. Mm. This is complete nonsense in my opinion. So what I did, and I can only advocate what worked for me, which was, hey, had my pipeline, which were you know 18,000 people. Yep. I had one category, which was past clients. So five or six of thousand of that 18,000 were past clients, so people that had bought or sold through me. And then I had a very simple hit list, okay? Yep. And that hit list was anywhere between six and 12 people that have already appraised their property mm-hmm. and will sign with an agent either me or one of my competitors, uh, hopefully the former, right, <laughs> um, in the next 10 days. Yep. And you you can never be too proactive when calling that list. So that's when the fine line between hassle and hustle is acceptable. Right. So that list, they're going to sign the next 10 days. I would say that 9 out of 10 people in that list, if you call them every day, will perceive that as proactive. Mm-hmm. 1 out of 10 might see it as a bit of, a, a bit of hassle. Okay. okay. So I think... Mix it up, so SMS them, call them, email them, visit them. I used to often just visit them at their place of work and right. say, hi, how are you doing? You know, I know, have you, you know, have any queries on the on the proposal? I realised that my colleague, Mark, just listed a property around the corner. So any excuse to be able to get face-to-face or contact them, then I don't think that you can make too much contact for that group. So basically, we've got our overall database, so yep. call it our primary database. Yep. Then within that, there's just one um, one section, which is past clients. Mm-hmm. Then you've got your hit list, yep. okay, which is that half a dozen or a dozen people. Then you've got your secondary database, which is basically an Excel spreadsheet of people you haven't spoken to yet. So they might be REA or domain inquiry that you haven't had a chance to call them because they don't have a phone number. Yeah. You don't know whether they live in your core market or not. But guess what? It costs zero to email that secondary data in addition to your primary data when you do your 30-day newsletter or EDM, right? And often I'll get a call and say, Adrian, you've been sending me uh, uh, email about the market for the last 10 years. Can you come and list my property? And I'll look them up in my primary database, and guess what? They're not there. I look up in the secondary database. So so don't disregard that data. No way. Oh, yeah, they're, they're not interested. They haven't left a phone number. That's right. That's right. So don't 
delude yourself that this industry only includes calling people and for that person to answer the phone and say, thank you, I'm selling my house today. You have to rely on people calling you sometimes because you've either um, send them a, a quality piece of information which has helped them during their, their search or helped them during during their uh, process of, of learning about their market and their community. Yeah. Or being an attraction agent, either by signboards, social, DLs, and, and everything else involved. And we know, guys, the majority of you are sending out 30-day newsletters. The ones that aren't, four key elements, Adrian, to every single newsletter that goes out. Your market commentary, commentary from our founder and executive director, John McGrath, right? We can get that from Switzer. You can get that from the commentary. You can get that from the PR team. Uh, every single month you want to send that out. Current listings that you've got on the market, you and the office, and I think current sales, they're probably the four key elements that you should get in the habit every single 30 days sending that out to both your primary and your secondary database. Absolutely. And keep in mind, uh, guys, that um, the frequency as, is equally as important as the content. Yeah, okay. well, we say all the time, you're trading attention. You never know when that person's going to see your name, see a market update, click that button and make the decision to call. Correct, correct. Or even if inch by inch every month you just, you know, almost uh, encroach a little bit on that client's headspace. Yep. And when two years, three years comes, even if all they read was Troy Malcolm July market update, yeah. then they got a voicemail message. Then they get a DL card. Then they, they see the signboard. Sign yeah. So it's those layers, Troy, which really makes a big part of it. Perfect. Well, Adrian, we started off at a very uh, niche uh, conversation where we extended that out. Guys, I hope you get into an understanding that it all works in collaboration, not in isolation. There's yeah. a famous line that our mate Tom Panos uses quite a lot. Guys, episode 21, thank you so much for tuning in. Happy Saturday tomorrow. For those auctions that are out there, we're starting to see a lot of numbers of yeah. auctions creep up. Guys, best of luck. Remember that every single time you're in the field, in an auction environment, in an open for inspection environment, you get a chance and a moment to leave a lasting impression. Uh, we've really enjoyed seeing you. Adrian, thank you again. Episode 21, guys. Episode 22 coming to you next week. I'm going to cover off a couple of questions that have come in from right. around the grounds. From yep. north of the border this week. We're going oh, back yes. north. We're going to yep. Queensland. That's right. So guys, we'll see you next Friday. Best of luck and enjoy the rest of the day.